0: Welcome back to another edition of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Stowe. This is episode nine. For many of you, you probably have noticed that we have started the CrossFit Open. And for many of us who have already participated in the very first challenge, it was 17.1. We've completed and submitted our scores and already started getting ranked, which is pretty exciting. What's interesting about that is that I've been looking at what my rank placement is currently in the state of Georgia, because that's where I ranked. I'm 34 years old. I'm at the very end of the very first cusp of 18 to 34-year-olds. After that, it goes from 35 up into other different rank groups. So I'm literally dead last in the age group within the, the the youngest crowd. Talk about having a huge competition. But in the state of Georgia, after the very first 17.1, I am ranked 58 out of 448 participants that are from Georgia. But that, to me, is incredible. That kind of shows where I am placed in the state of Georgia. I'm better than most. I just want to clarify, though, I did this as scaled. And what I mean by that is there's different two different entries you can do for each of the uh, open challenge that they're going to make us do, the WODs, workout of the day. Uh, you have Rx'd or you have scaled. Rx means at the maximum level, and scaled is a scaled-down version. Just because I did a scale does not mean that it was any easier. It was incredibly hard. A lot of weight was moving. A lot of things happened to be uh, to be performed within a time cap. And In fact, the time cap for this particular one was 20 minutes. So everything had to be completed within 20 minutes. And how this worked out was that we had to do snatches and burpees, box jumps. Um, it was 150 snatches to 75 burpee box jumps you broke that up in segments you start off with 10 snatches then you followed that up with 15 burpee box jumps and then you went from there 20 snatches 15 burpee box jumps 30 snatches 15 burpee box jumps 40 snatches 15 burpee box jumps 50 snatches 15 burpees box jumps now The difference between this from RX and scaled was in the RX form, you snatched 50 pound dumbbells and the box jumps were at 24 inches tall. The scaled version was 35 pounds for dumbbells and 20 inch tall box jumps. This was for the men's side of the competition. I don't remember exactly what the scale rate was for RX or scaled for the women's side, but when you're doing 150 snatches, with one arm intermittently changing between them 155 times, or excuse me, 150 times, and follow that up with doing burpee box jumps, it's going to shred. It's going to destroy your lower back if you're not doing it properly. Either way, you're just going to be done. When you're finished, you feel like crap. You feel like You feel amazing completing it, but you feel like crap right after because you've done so much movement, so much working within a short period of time. I did this scaled and I did it at six o'clock in the morning on a Friday. I did it in 17 minutes and five seconds. That to me, being this is my very first time doing this type of thing within the CrossFit games, the CrossFit Open, uh, is a huge testament and it's an incredible testament on, this is not meant to be a plug or anything, but the, the place that I go to is CrossFit Winder and the coaches there are incredible. Uh, It happens to be that Allison, the one that trains at six o'clock in the morning, she is our coach. And talk about someone that understands mobility, understands strength training, understands proper form, and technique to do things correctly. She does not let you slip up. If she thinks you're not capable of doing something, she lets you know, re-puts you back into training so you can do something correctly each and every time. I think that's uh, probably one of the reasons why I was able to complete this at uh, 17 minutes. It's a 20 minute cap, it gave me three minutes of spare. Uh, I honestly think it's because of how she's trained us. She's gotten me conditioned such an incredible way that I was able to perform this without getting winded so early. And you might think, well, you know, 17 minutes while it's pushing it towards the end. But 17 minutes is a good time. Anything less is incredible. Anything getting close to 20 minutes is still an incredible feat. If you haven't done this, you have no idea what we just went through. If you did do this, you know exactly what I mean. And you know 17 minutes is incredible. 18 minutes is incredible. 19 minutes and 59 seconds is incredible because you're completing it within a time period that many people can't do. I was told early on that when they come out with the next uh, phase of what we're doing, to start looking at videos, what people normally do, and try to learn from the techniques that they've done that help either save on time, save on energy, whatever it might be, and try to implement that within your particular uh, challenge itself. One of the things I was uh, trying to focus on was my breathing and my pace. I didn't want to try to jump right from the start and just bust through a whole bunch of snatches and a whole bunch of burpees and box jumps and just get as many done without taking a breather. I felt like if I could do 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, just keep that number in my head and count through this, it made it a lot easier because I was pacing myself, took a quick break, paced myself, took a quick break, and did that all the way through. There were some points where I felt like I was slowing down, but I still kept pushing through because I felt my pace was still on. And I think it worked out well. It gave me three minutes of spare, and that's a long time. I keep going back to the the 17 minutes because, again, this is my very first time doing a CrossFit Open and seeing that number at Scaled. I'm not uh, taking any credit of trying to do RX. I did Scaled and very happy about it. I wasn't gonna try to destroy my back the first time of doing this. Could I have done 17 or uh, seventeen minutes with a 50-pound RX? I don't think so. There's a possibility, but it would have been a, a really big chance of me failing. Uh, everybody, are or almost every single person at our gym did scale. There were a few people that did RX, the coaches did RX, and they did, of course, complete it in a very clean time cap. Um, but the ones that are just a gym member like myself that tried RX, All of them failed. And the problem is we are on a team as well. So working against the team and going just for yourself is being pretty selfish. I knew I could do scaled. I knew I could complete it within the 20 minute cap or I was hoping to complete it in a 20 minute cap. And I knew that if I did, that would help our team global points. Now thinking of individually, sure, I would have loved to have pushed myself and see if I was able to complete this at RX. Would I have destroyed my back doing it? Possibly. Uh, I mean, I felt like, I really did feel like crap (laughs) that evening, barely could do anything. I felt like I was 90 or 100 years old. Trying to bend over was not happening. My back was all fired up and flaring. And um, it was a weird feeling afterwards. But I mean, I took a Epsom salt bath, tried to help loosen up my muscles. Um, But uh, thinking back, going through, I really think I learned a lot when it came to the pace. I never really paced myself when we do just the general workouts throughout the day, the wads, uh, I try to, in some cases, uh, keep a, a strong pace above everybody else. So if I see someone around me is going a little faster, I try to push harder, but I don't really pay much attention to myself through a standard pace. When I did this, the Open 17.1, being it's the very first one out of them for five weeks, I felt I needed to focus on myself, not worry about who is around me, I focused on my time my breathing and it showed it was an incredible experience I mean I would recommend anyone that is going to be doing this it's a little late now to register because you've missed the first one but still to even accomplish it and just do it for the fun of it it's interesting to see what you can put your body through and how you can accomplish it in a time period and dominate that even at scaled so um, that's what happened with the very first 17.1 for the CrossFit Opens for myself. At the gym, or the CrossFit Gym and Winder, we had a lot of women that competed in this. We had a lot of men that competed in this. Surprisingly enough, it seems like the women dominated it. A lot of them were completing this, and not just by you know 17, 18, 19 minutes, but they were doing 14, 15, 16 minutes and just killing it like it's nothing. The men, I don't know what's up with us. Maybe we're just a little bit of weaker. Who knows? Maybe we're the, not the dominant sex when it comes to CrossFit. But it, our, the men to female ratio, the females killed us at least at the CrossFit Winder. And um, but the men, we had a good, we had a good small group of men that was able to complete it and did it in, a, in style. But I can't wait to see what next week, or excuse me, this Friday's. 17.2 is gonna be like hopefully I'll be able a pump it out if it's a time cap stay within the time cap if it's something on anything else you know excel to a high level and keep my ranking and um, I'll explain that or my results afterwards you might be wondering like why is this even important you know what's this have to do with the money shoe and I'll tell you this was a challenge this was an obstacle A personal goal that I wanted to achieve I wanted to be a part of the CrossFit Open and I'm I'm now doing it I've never done this before it was very stressful Uh, I was (laughs) in a sense nervous because I had no idea what to expect I've been I've seen what people have done on YouTube I've heard what people said they tried from the previous year so but still not doing it myself there was that concern of can I really do this and uh, so getting through that going through the motions it was able i was able to see what i had in me and i pushed it to the max and each week for the next four weeks i'm going to do the same if i fail i fail, but i'm going to push to the max and see where i lay and um we'll see how that rolls out i'll share exactly the goods the bad the ugly if i fail i'll tell you why if i succeed i'll tell you why and hope that i succeed every time I don't know yet but I'm gonna give it everything I got that's why I wanted to share that within this podcast I think it has meaning I think it has merit and anybody that's doing the pod or doing the open as well I'd love to know what you did and maybe some of the tips that maybe helped you perceive or get through the the first one more efficiently I'm sure other people would love to know and um, I think that's it guys girls Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. The CrossFit Open is incredible. The, the idea of doing CrossFit conditioning is awesome because anyone that's doing obstacle racing, I cannot think of a better way to get conditioned for obstacle outdoor racing. I've been doing it before I started CrossFit, and I've, been, I've done races after I've started CrossFit, and I can see a huge difference in conditioning. My endurance level is skyrocketed because of CrossFit. If you've never done it, trust me, there are bad gyms, but there are great gyms. I've been lucky enough to find a great gym at CrossFit Winder. They are solid when it comes to understanding form, They try to prevent you to get, uh, so you don't get hurt. You do things correctly, you can push harder, you can train harder, and that's one of the things that triggered or made me feel encouraged enough to try this gym. There's other gyms that maybe aren't as efficient. You need to find out firsthand. If you can find one that's got a training, like a, a foundation class, before you can even take part of CrossFit, then I think you've maybe found a good one. If they don't have that, you might want to stay away from it. You never know, but it's up to you to check it out. If it's something you think you want to learn how to do, if you think it will help you within your obstacle racing, if it thinks it will help you for just conditioning in general, even if you don't do racing and you just want to take part, it's a fun class to be a part of. It's not just like you're throwing weight around, like you're going to the gym every single day. You're getting to be a part of a group of people that push you to do your best. They don't let you fail. And then when they're right beside you, you're, you're basically locking arms and saying, we're going to do this even if it sucks, but we're doing it together. It's such a great time. So that's why I wanted to share it in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, if you could take a moment of your time and just go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash iTunes, it'll take you right to the iTunes account and it'll allow you to leave a review about the show. Another favor, if you have some time, would be to follow my show on the social accounts through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm even on Google+, which I'll give a link to that as well in the show notes. But right now, if you go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash follow us, it'll take you right to the page that gives you every link to all our social accounts. That would be the fastest way to find us. If you can go to each one of those, if you use those types of accounts and give us a share, give us a like, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Stay tuned until next week where I'll release the next episode. Hopefully it will be the success of the CrossFit Open for 17.2, but I will let you know when that happens. I'll most likely bring on someone that was a part of the 17.2 challenge as well and let them share their experiences, and we might have some conversation back and forth about what we're doing with training, but I think it should be a good show. Stay tuned. I'm Travis Stowe, your host of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'm out of here.